The following podcast is a member of the Pokecasters Network. Pokecasters Network, supporting Pokemon content creators, their shows, and the community of Pokemon fans. To find out more, check out pokecastersnetwork.com and find us on Twitter and Facebook. look up and you see what looks like some kind of robot. It's purple and it has big red eyes and these two big claws and it is tapping really hard on this skylight. Tap, tap, tap. Tap, tap, tap. And the whole thing begins to crack and crack spider web out from it. And Gardenia looks up and she looks at all of you. We have to go now. That thing is going to shatter. Don't have to tell me twice. Uh... I scoop my Pokemon, and I scoop my sister, and I just start running. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I haven't even brought out any of my Pokemon yet, so back under the belt. You all run out as you hear a huge crash and shatter. The skylight implodes, and that robot thing, it falls, and it slams into the ground. It does do the superhero landing. (laughs) It's bad for your knees. Nailed it. Densect. Oh no. Oh no. Whoa! Wait, did it say Genesect? I say to myself. If my ears are not lying, then yeah. Uh. I think I told you guys about that. Yeah, it's uh, time to go. Yeah. I flash a Pokedex at it. Ah, oh, close it. Oh, okay, so yeah, I think that further confirms my suspicions. And I'm just gonna roll a dice quickly for no big reason. Uh-oh. Can y'all roll me an acrobatics or athletics check? I mean, I can. Uh, I'm gonna roll athletics then. Uh, could I do survival? Yes, you can. (laughs) That's no good. I'm looking at a one right now. (laughs) Oh, no. Um, 15, 16. That's a five. (laughs) How about yourself, Gabe? 11. So, Belle, you're able to duck out of the way. Julian and Gabriel, you turn just in time to see this pillar of flame get launched from the gun on Gensect's back, and it hits you guys dead on. Oh, God. The two of you are blasted through the doors of the gym. Ah! Uh, so I, I at least try and, like, cover, like, Danielle and the Pokemon I had under my hands. Yeah. So let's, it's just mainly sure. my back. You, you get hit with the brunt of that. Um, I don't think I should put a number on that damage because that might kill you for real. So <laughs> that hurt, let's just say. Oh, now I know how my Pokemon feel. 
Uh, ow. And now that you guys are outside of the gym, the scene is just chaos. Because <sighs> y'all look around and you count one, two, three, four, and behind you, five Gensect flying around, shooting off elemental beams, and just tearing through buildings and pavement all over the city. Oh, dear lord, I think Astro figured it out. There are screams in the distance, there are sirens, people in Pokemon are running this way and that, some of them are trying to get away, some of them are running towards what might be the source, they're not sure, but there's definitely some kind of device on top of the Pokemon lab that wasn't there before. Uh, can I, like, roll a tech head on that? Sure. That's like to go everywhere. That's a nine. Can't tell, probably. You can't really tell what it is, but just based on what has happened over the course of your adventure, you're pretty confident that whatever tech Star has been trying to get a hold of, she probably has slapped a lot of that into whatever this device is doing. We got it! We gotta regroup! Yeah. <laughs> Quick, everyone into the Pokemon Center. Yeah, sounds yeah. like a good idea. Yeah. Ugh. It is just down the street, so it, it, it's a quick run, and when you get in there, you find a lot of people hiding inside there. Can I get some help? Oh, yes, of course, and, like, yeah. two nurse droids and a chancy run over to you, and they immediately start, like, spraying you down with potions and stuff. <laughs> and Gabriel as well, because Gabe, you also got hit bad. Oh, it's, yeah. It's mostly on my back, please. Oh. Danielle Ooh. is just kind of sitting off to the side, and she's got Toto out, and her arms are curled around, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> Julian, yeah. you said that this is the kind of stuff you dealt with! <laughs> yeah. Listen. Nope, this is nothing like we've dealt with before. And then, uh, if you're listening, you can hear a voice from outside over a very loud loudspeaker. Attention Eterna City! Team Astro is finally ready to announce their master plan. I have created a device that can clone an infinite amount of Gensect and automatically upgrade them with the Team Plasma technology. So, if you feel like coming outside, bow down to your new rulers. I'm the Queen of Sinnoh! <sighs> uh. Uh, I pull out my phone, and I see... I, I try and find Damien on there. Yeah, he. You have his contact. Okay, I'm. I'm calling him. I got him on the speaker. It rings once, and then Amelia picks up, and then you just hear his voice say, "I'm on my way," and then it hangs up again. Okay. <sighs> well, cavalry's coming, but we gotta do something about that. Ugh. I might have an idea. Who said that? Out of, out of the crowd of people hiding in the Pokemon Center walks a young boy with short green hair, and you recognize him. 
This is Robbie of the Logos Foundation. You remember seeing him. He helped deal with the Astro situation back down in Twinleaf. Robbie, you, 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 the kid prodigy. Yes. I am sorry to meet you again under such circumstances, but... Likewise. Mm-hmm. It would appear that Star has combined the technology she's stolen into something that can, well, as she said, generate Gensect. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. But, but these Pokemon are clearly quite violent. Obviously, her and her goons are controlling them somehow. So, we simply need to find a way to override the control signal. Do you, do you think we could short it with, like, an electric Pokemon? I fear that Star was probably already thought of that. But, I have a better idea. And he pulls out a little Pokeball. This is one of my specially trained Meltans. If you can get it close enough to the machine and attach it to it, Meltan will be able to connect it and broadcast a different signal that will allow me to control the Gensect instead of Star. Sounds like a good idea. Yes. Unfortunately, Meltan is the only Pokemon I currently have, so you'll have to fight your way to get there. But I believe you can do it. I've seen your strength. Also, obviously, Julian's uh, sweater and t-shirt probably burned like so he's ditching that shit now <laughs> i'm disappointed this once was... again shirtless <laughs> this was a limited edition shirt uh... i'm more pissed off by the sweater that thing cost me a lot <sighs> you do hear a like ooh from the background of the pokemon center <laughs> I assume they also see my back, which is just fucking burnt to shit right now. <laughs> yeah, there's an ooh, and then you turn around, and then there's a uh. <laughs> the gun show comes later. <laughs> um, All right. Just a quick second. Is there a window that I could see through to the outside? There's, like, porthole-style windows in the doors of the Pokemon Center. Okay, so... Bell's just going to do a quick thing with the Pokedex, just to check what type Gensect is. Can't get a read on it. There, the voice, there, like, there's a whole bunch of static and, like, blocked out text, but you can see Bugsteel pop up in the window. Okay. So we do have a bit of a type advantage. It's Bugsteel. It's got quadruple weakness to fire. Well then, Bill, I think we know who should take the Meltan then. <laughs> Toss it over. Yeah. If you t if if me and Gabe can clear the way for you, if you just ride up there on with Billy, we try and find this console that Robbie's talking about, then we should be good, right? Hopefully, it it's most likely attached directly to the machine. Yeah, might be that thing that we saw on the. Yellow antenna on the, thing on the roof of the the built the science building. Yeah, because yeah. if you can get if you can get through if we could just get you through with Billy and then I don't know use Wyatt to fly up there. Yeah, something like that. I think, I think, Gabe, if you can take them to the take half of them to the east, I can take half of them into the west. We should be able to. We should be good that way, right? Yeah, 
Yeah, that should work. And Gardenia walks up to you. Listen, I have confidence that you'll be able to take them down. I'm, I'm going to stay here because I need to protect the people of my city. If you see any survivors, direct them to the Pokemon Center so that I can tend to them. And in the meantime, I, you three take these. And she pulls out three bracelets that have a little stone embedded in them and three larger stones that are completely blank of color. These are base form Mega Stones. If you use them with one of your Pokémon, they will automatically sync up with that Pokémon and become a Mega Stone for them. Cool. So use them wisely, right? Yeah. Yes, because once once it's set, it only works on that kind of Pokémon. Okay. Thank Thanks. you. Of course, thank you for helping us get through this. I've I didn't want to say earlier, but the gym leaders have been talking a lot about you three and. We believe that you can do great things. Sure hope so. Well, today's a day to be great. Boo. We'll be getting a lot of that. Alright. Julian? Hmm? If you die, I'm telling mom and dad. <laughs> That's if you can find them first. <laughs> I want to say sick burn, but I feel like it's too soon. Eh. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Let's do this. Okay. Pop out Billy. I pop out Rocksteady. Ah! <laughs> I... I pull out Rock. My joke! Pony! You could probably ride on Machoke's sho shoulders <laughs> probably faster. <laughs> I don't have many Pokemon that I can transport with, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of these days he'll be able to ride in his glorious arms. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Alright, Bell, you wait for us to drag them away. Okay. And then you head straight for that building. Yeah. Alright, Rocky. And I'll also pop out a... Uh, uh, Eric, who's now awake. <laughs> Tara! And... Grim. Yeah, those two. What? Alright, guys. Let's go. Yeah, off we go. I also bring out Braum back as a shield. <laughs> Bronze. So the two of you burst out of the Pokemon Center just in time to see the ground in front of you get torn up by a bolt of electricity from one of the Gensect. Uh... <sighs> okay. We can do this. Alright, I start running off in one direction. Your mother was a toaster and your father was a dung beetle! Genzact! And immediately chases after Gabriel. Oh god. Nice one. Alright, I'm trying to see uh, where the next couple Genesects are, and me and Broxday will try and uh, grab their attention. Well, me and my Pokemon, more or less. There's two literally clawing their way through your apartment building, and there's another one that is in the process of smashing the Pokemon into Smithereens. I'll help with the Pokemon then. 
I'm gonna have Grim fire a flame burst at it. Let, like, and it goes, and this hot wax just sizzles on the gensect, and it like shudders, and then it turns gensect, and then its eyes and the cannon on its back are glowing dark blue, and then it fires a blast of water at Grim. That is going to be 50 special water damage. It's 39 and then doubled. So 74. He is hurting. What? What? And with those other two, uh, I guess I try and have like Eric like launch off of a of a Rocky's wing and use a uh, heat wave on those two. Tara! Uh, roll to see if that hits. That's a 14. That is going to hit. That is 43 special attack. And Eric does hit this thing like a flaming cat. <laughs> and the gensect stumbles back. And you see some little as circuitry starts to short out, and then the lights dim. Sect, and it just collapses over. Uh, but if you look to where the machine is, you see a light go off, and then Star gets on her megaphone. Uh oh, looks like somebody is trying to fight back. But guess what? I can replace these just as quickly as you take them out. Get them! And yeah, another gensect starts flying in your direction. Gabriel, how are you doing? Oh, God. Uh, yeah, uh, at this point, after realizing after going a distance, um, I decided to bring out uh, Undertaker as well. And, uh, more or less just acting defensively than anything. And it's and probably at that point, or I, I probably isn't at that point where I hear that broadcast, so I don't know if it's worth trying to take them out. I'm more or less trying to look for survivors to, uh, for people who are still in panic to guide them towards the, the Polka Center. All right, and as you do, as you uh, duck behind some rubble, you see a group of other kids your age hiding behind there. Oh, hey, over here, Pokemon Center, everyone's... Uh, being protected over there I have Braum hover over there and it's like here you can use use Braum here as a shield to come to me oh, okay uh, come on guys let's go and they all kind of hide behind Braum and make their way over to you alright there we go down that alley that should be a safe way I'm gonna, I'm gonna distract these guys and get them away from you alright thanks dude <laughs> you're welcome Alright, I refocus my efforts at the the, uh, the Genesect. I wave at them. Let's go over here! I'm over here! And I Genesect. run in the direction of the kids. <laughs> Alright, that's following you. While running, I'm going to have... I'm going to have Undertaker try Confuse Ray on one of them. Alright. Roll for hit. 18. That is going to hit... 
Genstech just starts kind of flying in circles in the air. And then flies off in the direction of Julian's apartment building. And then just kind of crashes into it. Like there's a gaping <laughs> hole in the wall now. Uh-oh. What do you have against Julian? <laughs> what do you like? What, what's the deal here? There's only so many landmarks in Eterna. <laughs> Anyways, the two Gensec that were on this apartment building seem to be distracted by the third one just kind of flying in there. Bell, you're pretty sure this is an opening. Yeah. So I get on Billy, and my plan is just to get to the uh, lab building as fast as possible. All right. Roll Billy's athletics. 36. Uh, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. So Billy starts running, but as Billy's running, Star must have seen you because all of a sudden, one of the Gensect from the apartment building just launches and starts chasing after you right behind you. It fires a beam, and it's made of ice, and it just misses you by a hair <sighs> and creates this wall of spiky ice right beside you and Billy as you keep running. Shit, 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 shit. Um, what to do, what to do. Could I do an Inferno on this thing? Yes. Okay. That's a 14. That is going to hit. Okay, so that's a 34 special going at it. Special attack. So Billy, like, stops and spins around on his front who's rears up. So hold on carefully. Yeah. Pony. And this spiral of fire launches out of Billy's mouth and hits the Gensect. You see a little bit of it short out and it falls to the ground. Gensect. Okay, let's go. You spin around, but... Out of the corner of your eye, you can see the Gensect is still up. It's not flying, but now it is, like, galloping after you, like... You know in Half-Life, the headcrabs? Yeah. Or, like, in Terminator with the thing still coming after you. Um, I guess I'm gonna try and put as much distance as I can between myself, Billy, and the Gensect. Just by trying to run faster? Yeah. All right, roll another athletics. Gene 14. All right, and you're able to gain. Billy picks up the pace as much as he can. It's not a lot, but it's enough to keep a good distance between you and the Gensect. You're getting pretty close to the building. And then Star, she must have seen you because you hear over the megaphone. Bell turn back now if you know what's good for you. No, I don't know what's good for me. <laughs> Gonna keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Billy has managed to successfully carry you to the edge of the building. Okay, is there anything blocking us from entering? There are a pair of Astro Guards, but they, like, they've got two big, they look like stun guns or something, but they also both look terrified. <laughs> Okay, I'm just gonna, like, just keep on going towards them. I'm basically playing chicken with them. 
Uh, they they point their guns at you, but you're you're going to uh, roll roll your intimidate. Okay. Ooh, that was not good. That is an eight. Let me help you with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> How are, how are you helping her? Uh, I, I'm more or less, I'm flying towards them. <laughs> if a half naked, <laughs> very angry uh, Alolan dude, big Alolan dude, on his uh, on his dragon, uh, isn't intimidating. I don't know what is. All right, Bell, re-roll your intimidate and then add three to the result. Thirteen. So the guards they see you coming, then they see Jillian coming behind you, and they also see this Gensec that is like charging at you guys full force, and the two of them are like, Oh no, it's not worth it, girl! I wanna go to beauty school <laughs> And they both just turn and run. Uh Belle, are you still riding on Billy or are you running on foot now? Um I was still on Billy, should I get onto foot? No, I was just checking. Okay. So you and Billy gallop directly through these doors. Yeah. Um, and Julian, while you're riding Rocksteady, the Gensect, like, abouts face and just jumps and clamps onto Rocksteady's face. I was actually about to ask, can I just crash into this thing? This thing being the Gensect or the building? The Gensect. Alright, and where are you crashing it into? Uh, we're trying to ride it into, like, a building or something. Alright, then have Rocksteady roll... Hmm, what would this what would this be for aerodactyl? I, I think this would be a combat roll for him, right? Yeah, it would just be straight up combat. Alright, that's a four for him. Oh baby. Is it high? It's a 19. That's pretty good. So yeah, Bell, you and Billy gallop directly into this building, and then a few moments afterwards, a hole is smashed into the side of it as Rocksteady's head bursts in, and a gensect that was attached to it goes flying and collides into the wall on the other side of the room. Gen- Uh, should I roll focus to see if I stay on? Yes. Uh, or, yeah. Equally good. Uh, 15. Okay, yeah, you stay on. Uh, and this gensect is knocked out. Bell, there's stairs. Okay, um, I'm gonna jump off Billy, put him back into the Pokeball because I'm faster. <laughs> Going upstairs, I guess. I pop out Sigurd, got my sword. Ready for a fight. Alright, you're running up the stairs. Uh, as you get closer, you can hear another gensect. And... You hear crashing, like, beside you in the stairwell, but nothing, like, bursts through the wall or anything to you. You get to the top of the door perfectly safe. The door is sealed tight. What do you do? I probably can't... Wait... I have fight moves. Could I use Rock Smash on that door? Yes, you can. Okay, might I roll a three? 
to hit the door. So... <laughs> <laughs> so you go to hit the door open, and you slam into it, and it budges a little, but it doesn't open all the way. And then you feel a force coming from the hand that's holding Sigurd. And not of your own volition, but your arm pulls back, and then Sigurd just slashes through the door, and the two pieces of it fly off. Okay. That works. Thank you, Sigurd. <laughs> Hone! Okay, so we burst out onto... This is the roof? This is the roof. I need you to roll a focus now. Uh, six? So you rush out onto the roof, and a second later, you feel a sharp pain in your side. Ah! And you look down, and you see a knife sticking out of the side of your body. Oh! And then you look up, and you see Star there. Wow, you've really forgotten your training. Like I guess, well... I don't know what to do other than, uh, Sigurd, you'd use a shadow sneak on Star. 20! So, you, you, you feel yourself start to grow faint, and you're thinking, oh no, she hit something important. And, and then things go dark for a moment, and then all of a sudden, like, they come back, and you're standing right behind Star. Star has just enough time to go... Wait, where'd she go? And then get once again, Sigurd raises up and just smashes Star in the back of the head with the flat of his blade. So Star's out cold. And now you really are beginning to feel faint. It's not a side effect of a Pokemon using a move while attached to you. Okay. I'm gonna get that Melton out to do his thing. So you open the Pokeball, Militan pops out. Melton! Then it wobbles over to the machine. Like, you see this machine, and it's it's pretty cobbled together of all the stuff. There's, like, a big chamber where the Genesect come out of. There's, like, some kind of engine attached that's, like, pumping materials into it. And there's, like, a whole radio antenna stuck onto it. And the Melitan goes over to that antenna and just kind of around it. And then you see the, the shape, like, shimmy and twist around it. And then it turns into this, like, other device kind of thing. And just barely, you can hear this little faint hum start to come out of the machine. Gabriel, Julian, as this happens, you see the Genesect all of a sudden stop what they're doing. They all climb out of whatever rubble or buildings they were destroying. And they slowly and formally form a line right in front of the lab. And then they just kind of, they don't power down, but they go into a standby mode, it seems like. I guess I'm also the first one on the scene to see this, like, oh man, he's doing it. Oh, way to go, buddy. And then Robbie is beside you. Yes, it looked like it was quite successful. Now, Logos is in full control of the Genesect. I'm not sure I like how you said that. Don't worry, Mr. Fowler. The Logos's purpose, as always, has been to eliminate weakness. So first we must get rid of the people who hid from battle. 
and then the Gensect immediately start flying to the Pokemon Center. What? How fast does Rocksteady have to be to get up to that machine and destroy it? 24 on athletics. He has to hit a 24? Okay. 24 or higher. It's not enough. The Gensect are screaming down at the Pokemon Center. You and Rocksteady try and fly up to get that device, but you're not fast enough. You can tell that they are going so much faster now, somehow. In the distance of the Pokemon Center, you see a bolt of lightning crash right where it is. And then you realize that that bolt of lightning did not come from the Gensect. It came from the sky. And this large, spiky, yellow bird descends. <laughs> what? Another one is right beside it. Shimmering light blue. And then something else races past you. It's blue and yellow and red. And looks like it's ready to fight. And then another figure. Another blue one. Something canine. With shimmering mist following it. Cavalry's here. As these four Pokemon converge on the Gen Sect, you suddenly get this feeling that, hey, maybe things aren't totally screwed. Sick <sighs> <laughs> 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 yeah! you little shit! And Robbie turns and looks at you. And starts to float. That's not natural. <laughs> well, the Elite Four are here. And I'll admit, their presence is quite impressive. They know that they have to get strong in order to fight. And of course, we know you do as well. And then, a beam of green light. And now, Rosie, also of the Logos Foundation, is floating beside him. You have to understand, humanity and Pokemon, they've grown complacent. So many terrible things are always happening, and we're just trying to make sure that we're all strong enough in order to prevent them. A calamity like this, a calamity like Star, well, that's something simple to solve, and yet even with all of your power, you couldn't do it. It just means that there's still so much weakness left in this world. And then, another beam of light, and Lorne, also of the Logos Foundation, appears between them. You see, kid, there's so many things just distracting people all around this world from trying to become stronger. Things like art and history, legends and friendships. You put so much stock into these forces and you forget to train properly, forget to become strong enough in order to protect this world. And 
if you can't protect this world, then, well, it's going to end. We've seen it. We know how things are going to go, and if we do not intervene, if we do not destroy weakness, then all life on this planet will be gone. You know nothing about what it means to be strong. All those things that you say make us weak, you have no idea. And you say you know the outcome, you don't know shit. Because you don't know us. We will be the ones to change the future. We will stop you, we will stop her, and we will stop fate. And you can guarantee that. When you turn to point at Star, you have to do a double take, because then you see Belle bleeding out. Belle! Shit! See? This is exactly what we mean. Oh, oh, so they're now all speaking in perfect unison. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> you... You just had a chance to try and attack us, which would not be good for the world, but at least it would demonstrate strength. Instead, you were concerned with your friend. If she wasn't able to defend herself properly, then can she really be called strong? You don't know her. So, am I still kind of conscious? Yeah, you're still kind of conscious. Okay. Fuck it. I'm gonna... Pop out Calamity because, like, that's the Pokeball I reach for. I got her like a Magnum. Draco meter. <laughs> she almost folds backwards in half. She creates such a powerful meteor. And she blasts it. Robbie and Rosie quickly duck to the side. But Lauren just stands stock still, takes it head on. It hits his head and grazes off as his head snaps backwards. You hear a tearing sound like someone ripping off a car door. And then when Lauren snaps his head back, he ain't got no face. But he does look like the inside of a computer. Oh, God. Fucking robots. Oh, that was uncalled for. Very strong, though. Well, I suppose that if you can power through this, maybe there's still hope for you yet. You three will be great subjects once we can enact our next phase. And then the three of them disappear. Boop! The green lights fly back into the sky. By the way, Gabriel, during this whole time, <laughs> yeah. you've been, I'm guessing, pretty close to the Pokemon Center still? Yeah, so I witnessed that thunderstrike. You see for what amounts to, you're pretty sure these are legendary Pokemon? Yeah. Like 90% sure. And there's also four people standing next to them. Two of them look familiar, because one of them you've definitely seen hanging out with your grandpa, and the other one is Volkner from, from back in Barbocella. Oh, right. Uh, before you can run and approach them, though, 
You hear people running behind you, and you turn, and you see Damien, and you see Cassandra. Oh, Damien, Cassandra, you're here. There, there's no time to talk, Gabriel. We have to get to the roof of that building. Bell's about to die. Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium is a super fun network podcast. To stay updated on other SFN shows, follow us on Twitter at RealSFN, and follow the Pokemon Twitter at PKMN underscore Millennium. You can follow Tanner at SparkyUpstart, Lindsay at LindsayM476, Ryan at VagabondHaunted, and Duncan at CloudHeadDuncan. And as you run, we will zoom back and see all the destruction that has been left in the wake of this. The Gensect are gone. Whatever Astro Goons that Star brought in are gone. The Logos Foundation members are gone. And on the roof of the Pokemon Lab, Bell is about to be gone. Hey everybody, I'm Jake. I'm Josh. I'm Shannon. And I'm Alan. And we're the Cool Kids Table, a RPG podcast about shitty teens. And magical girls. And really bad D&D heroes. And just any other stuff we can get our hands on. And our D&D heroes aren't that bad. We didn't actually plan what to say for this, so I hope you're into people flying by the seat of their pants and just incapable of playing game systems correctly. And bad puns. Wonderful puns. So you can get all this and more every other Sunday over at the Cool Kids table. And And you you can can sit sit with with us. us.